Hello and welcome to the Morning Oddities show, a short form <laughs> morning podcast with uh, your friends from the Odd Drunk podcast, Jackson and Colton. And to Colton's surprise, yes, I got a haircut. Oh, nice. I didn't um, notice. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. No, it's not tied back. I got a haircut. It, actually, more specifically, I cut my own hair. Nice. And I'm going to get it touched up tomorrow before work. Uh, that's the idea. But, nice. Um, don't think I did a bad job, honestly, cutting my own hair. And Colton knows, I mean, you guys don't know because we don't have video podcasts yet, but I've had long hair for quite some time now, and it's getting hotter, and it's just a lot to deal with, and I got tired of it. And long hair looks nice, oh, but it sucks. I I always let my hair grow out long until I get tired of it and then go short again. <laughs> and then I'll probably let it get long again, get tired of it, go short again. So Yeah, I, I always think about uh growing it out and then I get it it gets to kind of medium length and I uh get sick of it and cut it. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually what I might do, just for, you know, a lot of reasons. Not only because of the heat, but also because, um, you know, you're more presentable in job interviews and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I'm just kind of past the point of my life where I'm into having long hair. <laughs> it's it's a lot to deal with. Uh, anyways, yeah, we were back. This is the second episode. And um, we're going to make sure to keep this one. Well, we have to keep this one on time, as uh, you explained earlier, because we don't uh, have Zoom yes. Pro. So this is going to be a ride around 30 minutes. So that's good. That's good for the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just obviously in the first episode, we weren't sure what music we were going to use yet. But uh, as you heard earlier, uh, we're using Vivaldi Autumn Movement 3, right? Yeah, Autumn Movement Perform, 3. And who performed this uh, version? Oh, I could pull it up right now. Um, Let's give a shout out. Performed so by the, John Harrison wrote, with the Wichita State University Chamber Players. Available yeah, and that, of course, through freemusicarchive.org. Um, and we're using it under Creative Commons license CC BY SA. It's all in the it's all in the description. It's all in the description if they want to investigate. But anyone can use it. Just make sure uh, you give credit. Um, I think that's very important. Not only just so you don't get a copyright copyright strike or anything, but also uh, that's the right thing to do. You should yeah, give credit talented to the musicians. People's doing a good job. <laughs> credit to Antonio Vivaldi. Yes, and um, the university I already forgot. Yeah, Wichita State, I think. Wichita was. State University. Yeah. Their orchestra. <laughs> Good job. I love the performance. Yes. We were kind of deliberating. We wanted something classical because this is a classy podcast. Uh, <laughs> Very classy. If you if you come from the Odd Drunk podcast, that may come as a surprise. But this is a classy podcast. And uh, there was a few different pieces we were listening to and looking at for the intro. But I yeah, Vivaldi. We pretty quickly settled on uh, on Vivaldi, and the, and then it was it's just, just perfect. And it's it's not the stereo, it's not the stereotypical Vivaldi either. 
Yeah, we, we could have gone, gone with the spring, spring the yeah. classical spring movement. Dun, 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 you Which would have been fine, but that would have been pretty <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> yeah, extremely. So what's going on, Colton? I actually I came prepared. I have something I want to ask oh, you about. Oh, you did. So okay. this is a recent event. As okay. it happened earlier today. Okay, before we get into that, I'll tell you what's been going on with me. Obviously, you yeah. know, my parents were up. Uh, we hung out, went to the – here in our town, we have a drag trivia show, which basically they do a drag show and trivia at the bar, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's usually it's on, it's on usually random, but then the end of the month, they have a themed one. Like last time they did Star Wars – we won it, by the way, with Tristan, yeah. who's been on the he's been on the Odd Drunk podcast. He he was a huge help in this winning we went that. Out and one Star and Wars trivia, won a won a nice bottle of booze, which yeah, a blueberry Smirnoff vodka. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't even think we mentioned that on the Odd Drunk podcast yet. No, we meant to, enough. but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of took a little break on that podcast, and it has nothing to do with this one because this one's easy, short form. Uh, I, I was just busy family coming up. I mean, yeah. haven't seen them in a while. And um, if you have listened to the Odd Drunk podcast, you know that me and Colton both live away from our families pretty much. And, uh, you know, you got to make that time. I think yeah. you should make that time. for. And over while they came up over to visit, we went to Arches National Park Ooh, uh, nice. in Moab, Utah, which was awesome. Great. It, it's a great park because, and a lot of people, you know, environmentalists uh, complain about this. And I understand because you can drive up to all the trailheads to like right at the start of the trailhead, you can drive up. And yeah, I know that pollutes, but it also, you know, at the same time, it makes it accessible to everybody, yeah. which I think is cool. Like you don't have to be in great shape. You can even visit there on a wheelchair if you have to, you know. Um, but, you know, went climbing up the arches and stuff and cool, you know, just desert trails there. Yeah, that's that's uh, the beginning. I would definitely of, uh, recommend it. Indiana I, Jones, uh, The Last Crusade. That's, yeah, when River Phoenix arches. plays. The only yeah. other person to play Indiana Jones. Yeah, right? they... they uh... Yeah, and they filmed that whole sequence, part of it in Arches National Park near Moab. Yeah. And then some of the train sequences were fil filmed on the, um, not the Durango Silverton narrow gauge railroad. The um, There's the other historical railroad that goes through the Southwest. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but um, near Pagosa Springs. Me neither. Um, and, uh, that whole circus train sequence was filmed out there. Um, nice. Yeah, it's cool. I am definitely, and you cannot stop me, Colton. I am definitely excited for the new Indiana Jones. I am too. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, I, can't I don't care <laughs> what the critics say. I'm seeing it <laughs> as soon as I can. Yeah. Uh, I think what comes out in the June. Uh, something like that. Middle to end uh, of June. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny with 80-year-old Harrison Ford. Still <laughs> <laughs> at it. Supposedly the last one. And supposedly no one else will play him. Um, 
I could definitely see that changing once he passes away. Yeah. Or they could, if, you know, if the technology gets good enough at the time and easy enough to do, I could even see them trying to do a whole deep fake Indiana Jones. I think, I think the way to go likeness. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm down for some good old Indiana Jones style movies with different characters. That'd be fun. But um, I think the way to go if they were to continue the actual franchise would be to do like an animated show or something like that. Yeah, that'd that'd be be cool. Um, There's on YouTube uh, a while back years ago, some guy made kind of his mock up of what would be like the intro sequence to um, an animated Indiana Jones show, if that existed. And it it got a lot of people really hyped on like this. That could be really cool. If they did like uh uh imagine if it was animated like show. Imagine if it was done in the style of like Batman animated animated series or something. That's kind of what they were going for. A little bit more stylized than like a different stylized thing than that, but that yeah. same vibe. Um, you know, somewhere between that and gargoyles, if you remember that show, that style of animation. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh I think that would be really cool. It would be. Yeah, maybe it will happen. I I could see that being a show on Disney Plus, Indiana Jones animated series, just yeah. little adventures. Yeah, or even if they um, did just every once in a while release like a a little half hour like serial adventure type of thing, they wouldn't even cool. They wouldn't even have to do like a full series to make Indiana Jones fans happy. <laughs> right. Um. Also. One last thing for my side, then you can tell us about uh, your news of the day, of the morning, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Since my parents came up, they were able to bring some stuff up, and I've been missing it for years now because I've just been flying back home when I visit, and I can't bring it on a plane. (laughs) Um, I finally got my long sword back. It's from Cold Steel. It's one of their better ones. It's solid. And I used to, I put it through the ringer though. I uh, did things that you shouldn't do with it because I wanted to. And you know, I, I think bought cold, it. it was my cold sword. Steel gets a bad rap, but, and they do make some kind of lesser quality stuff. But I mean, you see on YouTube guys who like review swords and they, they shit on cold Pick steel. Pick and choose. Like, you know, the average person isn't going to be doing like abusing their sword as much as those people are. Like, um, I'm sure and for I most... did put this through some abuse. Yeah. And I know we're not a video podcast, but just for Colton, I, I got to polish it and everything. But um, Ooh. it is pretty. still as sh- I, I, sh- I recently sharpened it again, but I hacked through tree limbs this old like rotting piece of wood, all kinds of stuff when I was back home. Cause I was like, this might be the last chance I can actually do this. <laughs> Just go nuts with it. And yeah, it's got a couple little chips in the edge where I really abused it, but sharpened and those just came right out. Uh, the only thing I really got to do is just fix the point. It's got a little bit of a bend at the tip, oh, but yeah. I really abuse this thing, but it's like as sharp as ever. Nice. Well balanced. Um, That's awesome. As you can see, pretty close to the handle. And good, you know, cross guard, pummel, you know, 
it's modeled after a like renaissance not quite renaissance era but late medieval ages uh italian longsword yeah i kind of i can see that i'm not an expert on that thing but no, it's good to have awesome. it back yeah i like swords i think more people should have them swords are fun let's settle our differences <laughs> over swords again but yeah. i'm not talking fencing i'm talking murder i want to learn how to sword fight like properly i wish there was a hema group right. like in our area but there's not uh <laughs> um anyway i have i mean there's larpers i have something to i want to talk about real quick <laughs> this shouldn't take long but i think you'll find this amusing especially since you've got your degree in political science so earlier today, all right, what's this at work? You know, liquor store people come in. We have to ID them, right? Guy comes in, yes. nice guy. We go to ID him. He does not have an ID, and he says it's because and he was given and he was given us a hard time about it because he's a sovereign citizen, so he doesn't need an <laughs> ID. Oh God! And I got such a kick out of that. Um, I thought I thought this is going to be a perfect thing to to bring up with Jackson sovereign citizens. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, it's not uh, a coincidence say that, that most people all you want. who buy into the sovereign citizen stuff also happen to be like conspiracy theorists. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just a quick little read up. So yeah, the FBI describes sovereign citizens as anti-government extremists who believe that even though they physically reside in this country, they are separate or sovereign from the United States. And what the federal government or any state government would say to that, well, boo-hoo, yeah. we need your ID. It's based <laughs> off this idea that there's a bunch of loopholes in the Constitution and in mm -hmm. the laws that mean that you can waive your rights as a citizen in order to be a sovereign citizen um and in reality yeah. that's bullshit it's all bullshit that's, that's and of not course how you would any hear of it works um, you would of course you would get that here you know yeah yeah and it's just that's, that's always, i just i had to bring it up because i always get a kick out of when people bring up the sovereign citizen thing because it's like this guy was clearly um, trying to be like oh you don't have to id me because i'm a sovereign right. citizen so the laws don't I, apply to me so I, I had a experience selling ammunition and of course you need your ID. You gotta be 21 and over mm -hmm. and he wasn't 21 and over and he didn't pull the sovereign citizen shit or, or excuse me. Sorry. We're trying to keep this clean. It's hard, <laughs> uh, but he didn't pull any of that. Uh, but he made a big fuss about it. He was like, I'm 18 and everything. I can go fight more and everything. Da, da, da. I, I, you know, this is a bunch of BS. And I was like, sorry, uh, <laughs> you're not 21 and over. I can't sell this to you. And, you know, he made a fuss about it. He was like, you know, that's effing stupid. And I was like, fair enough. I can't sell it to you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's stupid or not. Yeah. I don't care what that's, you think or if yeah. it is stupid. That's just the law. <laughs> and sorry, I don't want to get fired or, you know, charges for selling, you know, ammunition or alcohol to a minor. I mean, if you, uh, I mean, if you sell alcohol to a minor, you can get your whole liquor license taken away, charge. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
you if know, I, obviously I, working at a liquor got, store. If I got caught in a sting, if you got caught. Uh, which there was a sting the other day, actually. Um, we passed, but <laughs> nice. Uh, Good. And uh, if I got caught in a sting and I was the one who sold the liquor, not only would the store have to shut down for I don't know how long it is, and they have to pay their fine and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, uh, but I personally would get charged. Um, I'd have to go to court. I would get charged up to five thousand dollars personally and i'm not yeah. allowed to wor- work in the the liquor industry for five years so it's not like what? a type of thing where like the boss would probably fire me no he he would have his hands tied he'd have to fire me he would definitely fire you i wouldn't be legally allowed <laughs> to work for him anymore you would be fired and you would have to go to court it would be a whole mm-hmm. thing yeah no one wants that <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a mess. moving on yeah in other news i've been playing a lot of tears of the kingdom which oh, yeah. is amazing yeah, uh i know it had its frame rate issues but the recent update seems to mostly fix that it's running pretty smooth for me i mean you're yeah. on a switch my you're getting 30 frames max is it really so, doesn't struggle with the frame rate that much more than breath of the wild did no especially on its release yeah. Well, when I first played it, but it seems to be running better now. I, I noticed it. It definitely looks crisper and more vivid than Breath of the Wild, at least to me. Maybe because I'm playing on OLED now. They they have um, some upscaling. It, it definitely has upscaling. Breath of the Wild didn't have. I know that. Yeah, it's so that definitely got upscaling it. going on. But of course, um, you are playing on on OLED switches. Um, yeah, so uh, it, it looks even better. Yeah, I didn't have an OLED usually switch when would. I was playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah it wasn't even out yeah um, but it sold over 10 million copies in its first three days just now yeah. obviously it I broke mean, a record for the zelda franchise yeah not for and nintendo because nintendo <laughs> so i've already put about 30 hours into this i i would say mm. maybe not quite that much but close oh definitely over 20 yeah and i just now did the first major dungeon yeah the i'm when the wind temple uh storm arc or whatever it's called i just now did that one where is that a map because i haven't actually got so i'm in the same position i'm about 20 25 hours in and i am about to start the first dungeon like literally before <laughs> we were playing i opened up the first dungeon um yeah before we started recording uh, is that so, the, the Zora's domain? Where's that? That's where I'm at right now. I I went that way. Mine first. is like in the Hebrew Mountains or whatever it's called in the northwest section of oh, the map. Yeah, the um, real cold blizzard. The Rito Village. Rito Village. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and I've got some of the glider suit, and that definitely helps because there's a lot of skydiving in this game. With I, I haven't even explored the under what was it called the the uh i don't know under the abyssal or whatever the under dungeons i haven't even touched that yet i just started a quest to get to that but i've mostly been exploring sky islands and just hyrule messing around with uh, creations um but i got to this dungeon Mm -hmm. and you have to you know climb and jump and do all kinds of gliding and you can use ascend which is one of the new abilities with tears of the kingdom go all the way through a structure you know, all the way up to the top, which is really helpful. And 
I got up there, but I failed to prep. I, I just oh, wanted yeah. to adventure and I had enough of the peppers to last me for a bit. I cleared and did everything for the dungeon and did all the puzzles, unlocked it, got to the boss fight where you fight this big like ice dragon in the sky. And you have a one of the Rito village people, the bird people. Yeah. Tulin the, um, what are they helps called? you. Uh helps you up and and helps you glide faster gives you air boost and stuff got all the way to that but i was out of any kind of heat i mean cold resistance i had the, oh, the pants yeah and you uh, need more than that in that part of the map i got to the yeah. boss fight because it was on <laughs> according to the hud it said it was negative 22 degrees fahrenheit where i was and as you know, in Breath of the Wild, also in carries on Tears of the Kingdom, you have to dress appropriately for extreme climates. Yeah. Which is just built into the game, which I love. Because, um, you know, it makes it more immersive, a little bit more difficult because you have to prepare. Well, and I was underprepared, got to the boss fight. I was doing good. I wasn't getting hit because I was just mostly gliding around, shooting arrows on the weak points, breaking the ice. But I kept, I died because... I was freezing to death. So <laughs> I had to go back to a previous save because I couldn't just leave the dungeon at this point. It wouldn't let me. So I went back to a previous save, read it, got all the peppers I needed, redid the whole thing quick because I knew how to solve all the puzzles now, did the boss fight, and then finally beat it. But nice. I had to redo the whole thing. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. Like, I love how, and I, I looked at some walkthroughs for this dungeon only once, and this one guy said, oh, I somehow got here without Tulin, the guy that assists you. I can't do anything. And they're like, <laughs> what? How did you even do that? But this game allows you to just stumble upon yeah. and do things without activating the quest or without you know doing the necessary things. It just allows you to just go anywhere. Yeah, and... I, I went around just doing shrines and some side quests and slowly I on I started the game and I because I've I've played Breath of the Wild like three times. I'm a big fan of that game. So I decided that uh, straight from the starting area, I'd go up to the Great Plateau and explore around there and then follow the same route that I followed when I first played Breath of the Wild, which is heading east from the Great Plateau. OK, um, yeah um and uh yeah i'm I'm just in the zora's domain dungeon okay just about to start it anyways it's amazing it lives up to the hype in fact you may say it exceeds the hype like the things you can do with the constructs is so fun and oh i've been seeing i, I did look up reddit um mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've been avoiding like too many spoilers and stuff. I don't want to. I've only looked yeah. at the guide like once or twice, and that was because I got stuck in a puzzle and couldn't <laughs> figure it out. And actually, one of the times I looked up a guide, the the guide ended up not helping at all, and I just still had to figure it out. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, I've it's been a seeing new game. on Reddit people build the things people are building with the constructs. Um, they're building like mechs. And yeah. literal oh, this... like bomber planes. 
I've seen bomber planes, Max. I saw this guy make like a giant gun, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, but one of the simple builds you can do, which I haven't done yet, but I saw it floating around on TikTok and on YouTube and everything, this hover bike. Oh, So yeah. you get the control uh, modular or whatever it's called, uh, the steering thing, and you put a fan on the front, a fan like arched, on the back and it's like the perfect mode of transportation and i really want to try it out nice because i like riding the horse and taming horses but the horse i have is wild and unwieldy and just will just run off a cliff <laughs> i i discovered Do all kinds um, of crazy things because i was in the middle of a breath of the wild playthrough um which is it's still downloaded on my switch i went to a stable i went probably 10 hours without a horse because i was like i don't have enough stamina to to want to try to catch a good horse or anything and then i finally you had your a, horse from breath of the wild it's it, it transferred all of my horses so i have yeah i have because i had it in breath of the wild the giant um ganondorf horse <laughs> in breath nice. of the wild you can catch this horse it's like <laughs> twice the size of all the other horses and it's like it's themed after Ganondorf, and I have That's that awesome. in Tears of the Kingdom now because it transferred it from my save file. Uh, Sick! <laughs> I really want to get that golden one. Oh yeah, yeah. that looks fun. Uh, but you don't really need I, a horse. No, I find I don't use them all that much. <laughs> but what I love about this game, you can get into the construct stuff, do all kinds of crazy things, and really utilize that or you could just play it like breath of the wild and still enjoy it yeah i do it doesn't think really it force you to take advantage of that stuff because i have noticed oh definitely the combat in this game is more difficult than breath of the wild um in some ways in some ways it's it's better because like the dodge timing and stuff like that is more consistent and reliable mm -hmm. but um, well and enemies... combining weapons you know, experimenting with different weapon combinations and you might find something that seems like it's just a food or something for a recipe or crafting ingredients, but then you combine it with a weapon. Oh, these ice berries will freeze a guy if I put on my arrow, it's, you know, so on. Yeah. It's just the amount of different play styles. And I mean, you could just play this game however you want and i think everybody would have a fun time yeah it, i i think the i think the enemies hit harder an ultimate harder sandbox health, more health in general i think the it encourages you more so than breath of the wild did to um when you see like an enemy camp to like look at it and look at the tools you have in your inventory mm -hmm. and then just to think to yourself how can i just it, um absolutely overwhelm and fuck over these these bacoblins <laughs> Just put some bomb flowers on your arrows and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really encourages creativity. The more creative you are, not only the more fun you're going to have, but it's going to be easier. Yeah. Like, I just now learned that you could put an icicle on a stick and make a, like, ice staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just try everything. You can take a, just, a you know, spring. You can take a spring construct uh, piece and attach it to your shield. And then when you do the shield surfing thing, it'll launch Link into the air. <laughs> you can also do it with a bomb, I think. And you can also, well, I don't know if you learned this. You could attach a rocket uh, mm -hmm. to your 
shield and then boost up. Yeah. Can we wait one second? I forgot to plug my charger in. I don't want my laptop yeah. to die. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got eight minutes and, left, just about. Yeah, it's about time to wrap this up really quick. Forgot to mention it because we don't really have a, you know, structure of this one. It's just conversation. But the coffee, uh, I'm drinking the same one as last episode, Blue and Berry. Running mm -hmm. low now. And I actually got rid of my Keurig. Watch. Yeah, got rid of my Keurig. And my dad got me a coffee pot. Just a nice. good Mr. Coffee coffee pot. So much better. I mean, it keeps yeah. it. I mean, just a classic <laughs> coffee pot. I mean, it's not fancy, but it's so much better That's than the Keurig. Because I can it. make a whole <laughs> pot of coffee and then keep drinking coffee and keep it warm and etc um, so yeah yeah i'm drinking <laughs> just plain bargain brand coffee right now same as last week there's definitely no irish cream in it i have <laughs> irish cream but not not alcoholic yeah not alcoholic kind because it's not that kind of podcast colton <laughs> what are you talking about um any closing <laughs> remarks before we end this not really i just uh yeah the, the main thing i want to talk about was tears of the kingdom and uh right. maybe in in the odd drunk podcast we'll do a more in-depth uh analysis and all that of it but i i guess though the way i think you know want to put it with tears of the kingdom is you know people were uh, like kind of worried it would feel like a breath of the wild dlc and not only does it's it not feel like that but it's they still managed to capture a lot of the Breath of the Wild like things in it, and they managed to do what I don't think even yes. the people who weren't skeptical thought would be able to be possible. Is they made they it make they made it feel like you can experience Breath of the Wild for the first time again, and it's it's great. It's perfect if you've never played Breath of the Wild, but if you have. I mean, it's just a perfect sequel. I mean, yeah. it adds more to the map. You get the Sky Islands and the Under Dungeon or whatever it's all called. Still haven't explored that yet. It's just a huge game. And then you get all the new crafting and weapon combinations and mm -hmm. abilities and more interesting enemies and boss battles. It's just... I, I it's saw almost someone, what Breath of the Wild should have been. I saw someone on Reddit, they, they said... First they, place. They said... Uh, uh, people were worried that this would Tears of the Kingdom would feel like a DLC, but now that it's out, Breath of the Wild feels like the demo. Exactly. <laughs> no, Which, going back to Breath of the Wild, I don't think anyone game, expected to this, it to be like this that, good of a that sequel. much better. Yeah. Well, it you had such a great base with Breath yeah. of the Wild. But I was, now I was that worried, feels unfinished. I was worried that like the building construct stuff would feel would get like boring or it would feel kind of tedious. But like immediately within the tutorial island, I was already on board. Like, okay, I could see how this is gonna be fun. <laughs> well, you don't have to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. However, it is incredibly rewarding when you build like a cool plane or whatever or car 
or sky hover bike or anything you can think of. I mean, there's so many, I I've been pretty basic with it lately. I haven't really like looked into the engineering of it. I've been just adventuring and just kind of playing like breath of the wild for a little bit. Kind of doing the same. like I'll make a hot air balloon when I need to get up somewhere or a glider, you know, basic stuff, but I haven't really uh, gone crazy with it, but I could, you could spend hours in that game just messing around with that if you want. Yeah. I mean, just oh, yeah. the sandbox aspects. <laughs> and, but yeah, it's a great game. We would definitely recommend it if you have a switch and if you want to emulate it, you go for it, but Nintendo might send in their death squad. So yep. <laughs> just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, before we end this uh, shortly, real, uh, I just want to say, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, great movie, heartfelt, funny, maybe the best one, at least on par with the first one, uh, mm. I would say. Uh, and definitely... Just a breath of fresh air for Marvel movies. It's like, okay, finally a, a good one again. Because nice. I, I just watched um, Quantumania again for the second time yeah. uh, last night with my mom because she hasn't seen it and it was on Disney+. Plus. We're like, we'll watch it. And man, the second time is much worse than the first time. Because the first yeah. time you have all the hype about Kang and uh, MODOK and everything. And then you experience it and you're like, oh, that was... I bad. I watched I and then watched the second Quantum time you're like first oh. time and was just like <laughs> it was okay. Like, Is it the worst? No, I mean it's still entertaining. No. There's colors and but it doesn't feel tangible. The yeah. whole time in that movie, you're like, yeah, that's the background background, that's green screen, or that's the volume. You know, it, it never felt like they were there. I think it's yeah, a Jonathan that- Majors who He's great. Who's in legal troubles right now? I we don't know what they're doing because he hasn't been any in any of the promotional material, mm-hmm. like since its Blu-ray re- release and Disney Plus release. Um, but no decision has been made as far as we know, as far as recasting or what they're gonna do. And as far as we know, I don't know enough about the case to really say anything. But as far as I heard, is that he wasn't guilty and you know he was the one that actually called the cops which why would you call the cops if you're assaulting someone unless he just felt bad and was like oh my god what have i done yeah who knows it's a shame though that he might be out of it because he did carry that movie and i'm excited to see hopefully see him and loki and the future movies bill murray was only in one scene True, yeah, they like, underutilized Bill Murray because I thought we were going to get more like Paul Rudd and Bill Murray together because we kind of got that in the Ghostbusters I, movie. Yeah, I do like Afterlife. I, I did like the ending of the movie where it's uh, the the narration with Scott Lang and he's just like, "We did it, we beat him, right? Right? <laughs> Everything's great." And you're like, "No, right?" And then you get the post credit scene where it shows the council of kings and everything yeah uh, i like the second post credit scene with loki and and mobius the loki the way loki connects to the secret wars multiverse stuff is way more interesting in my opinion yeah because they're not having a big battle with kang they're just running into different versions variants and everything and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see what happens in the new Loki, of course. I did read something before we end this rumor that Deadpool 3, you know, if Hugh Jackman backs Wolverine and mm-hmm. everything is going to lead, is going to be the movie that leads straight into Secret Wars. Okay. Or the King, whatever, whatever comes first, King Dynasty yeah. or Secret Wars, because Deadpool with the time travel yeah. device from Cable is anyway, screwing we, up the multiverse. Where our, yeah. our meeting's about to cut off, so we got to end this. <laughs> Anyways, we will see you next week for another episode of Morning Oddities. Yep. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would figure out a better Stay, way to end that. Uh, get caffeinated. I don't know. Yeah, get caffeinated. Keep it classy. <laughs>